0: Well, good evening, Cobbesee families, and welcome to another Cobbesee Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves, and probably the Sachem, and probably the council are all in their beds. We just wrapped up. The sun has long gone down over the bunks. It is time for you to find out what happened today. Each normal morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky. And each boy and each counselor pours over the blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what happened today, the fourth and final day of Tribal Games. Just in case you're wondering, just like all session long, it threatened to storm and menaced us with dark clouds and even tiny whispers of thunder. And then, just like all the rest of the days, nothing happened. Nothing, that is, except for a marvelous day of competition, camaraderie, effort, and sportsmanship. The first thing that happened this morning, a very silent and still morning, all the boys coming out of their bunks a little sleepy after four days of competition, but ready, fired up, bedhead, flying, was the Shields. And just in case you're wondering what that is, the shields are, for tribal games, circular, coin-like, massive, probably two feet in diameter shields, big, like big, like a small coffee table, circular coffee table big. And they are representative of each of the, of the teams. We have the owls, the eagles, the stags, and the bears. And they align them in a big row in front of the assembled teams they're covered with towels and blankets to keep them from you know being revealed ahead of time and then one by one they're revealed and there's just outright gasps of amazement and delight they are very very beautiful it is a crew of four or five staff the occasional older boy works on these shields and they're just remarkable they have we, we added more time and more money to the budget 4 years ago and they have just blossomed and they're so beautiful. The bear this year is a polar bear and the the eagle was a an eagle flying through the air in full attack mode and there are just tatters of of tribal game shirts of the other teams and in their in its talons. And the stag was this regal woodcut of a stag sort of rearing its head up. And the owl was another woodcut spreading its wings as it lands in full, almost phoenix-like splendor. They were all very beautiful. Everyone filed past them and complimented the artists and then into breakfast. After breakfast was staff volleyball, lots of practicing of the songs, Braves football skills followed that, Warriors volleyball, Satchel football. There was an amazing race finale. Then there was lunch, delicious lunch, and then Warriors baseball skills, Warriors handball, Braves soccer, and then a tradition called Skin the Snake, which is kind of like a human tank track that is being laid down and then rolled back up. And I'm just going to let your sons explain it to you because I can't really in this genre of. Radio podcast really explain it. You kind of have to see it, and to see it, you have to work here or go here and submit applications, and we'll figure out something you can do, and then you can see what skin the snake is. But I can't really describe it. Ask your sons. Then we took team photos. There was dinner, nice, uh, grilled out burgers and dogs. Everybody's calm and drinking lots of water. And then after that was Sachel Soccer, Warriors track. And then the, my two favorite parts by far of tribal games it's all great, but these two things together. First, the songs. There are three songs that each team sings. There's first the Kabasi Fight song, which I'm sure you've heard. And then it's Fight for Camp Kabasi, that one. And then there's the Alma Mater, which almost no one has heard. And then there's the original song, which is everyone's favorite. They were all fantastic. They were just wonderful. They're going to probably go up on Twitter eventually, so you'll be able to experience them yourself. And then there's the Rope Burn. And the way the rope burn works is we go down on the road, above the hill, above the waterfront, and we just get ready, and there's only two of the oldest boys allowed in the box, which is a safety box inscribed around each of the fire areas, and they have to burn a rope that is exactly as tall as me. It's Josh Holland height, which is, well, it used to be 6'3". It's probably more like 6'2 these days. And when Dave, the adventure director, says, go. All the boys rush forth with the wood, and they pile it up in these prearranged configurations. It's kind of like watching modern art happen all right in front of you in the gloom. And then the first fire comes forth, and then we're off to the races, and the boys are chanting, and they're across this ditch for safety, and they're going ballistic, burn, baby, burn. And they're just so excited, and today it was the stags that burned the rope first. And then bit by bit, the rest of the of the team's Ropes fell apart, and, and then there was even more cheering and jumping around, and it was dark. And then the Griff came out, and everyone got quiet after his normal introductory song. And then it was time for the scores. And I'm going to let Griff's scores live on the score sheet that's going to be completed tomorrow morning after all the careful math is double-checked. But I can tell you, by a substantial margin, the Bears were victorious. it was just outstanding. It was how sportsmanlike Davy and Burrell's Bears were the entire time. He is a calm and composed and dignified and warm and funny leader we have who used to be an assistant tennis guy and rose through the ranks and ended up the group leader of the Sachem. He's also looking after the CITs this session, and he's just really something special. He is such a paragon of our values. I'm sure you'll meet him. I'm sure he'll be embarrassed if you congratulate him, and he will also be quietly pleased because he did a lot of things just about perfect in the last four days. So I'd like to congratulate Davian Burrell's Bears, and all of the Bears, of course, but all of the teams as well. This was an exceptionally hard-fought and wonderful tribal games, and everyone should be very, very proud of themselves. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today, the fourth day of Tribal Games 2017. The 37th Tribal Games. Thanks, 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 thanks! 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 Hang it! Stop! Oh, 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 oh. Ready, guys? Had it! In our state's first green tank is low-atocracy. She's up here and we know who the victor will be. Is my Ooh. Ooh. When like, it is a magnificent and busy thing to run Kabasi, and each day I make it out of the office into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself, of course, and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those are often my favorite times this is what I saw today. As you would expect, running a camp can be stressful at times. It can be a little bit crazy at times. There can, be, can You can feel like your attention is going three or four different directions at the same moment. Sometimes people will ask you the same question at exactly the same moment, one on the radio, one on the telephone, and another person standing in front of you. But there are advantages, I must say. And one of them is that you get to be a judge and you get to be right in the middle of the action. And today what that meant is that I got to sit right in front of all the boys as they did their songs. And they got to look right at me and me at them from the smallest brave who's doing his very best to do what all the big boys are doing to the counselors in the back row to the excellent, excellent Sachem who did such a great job this session leading their teams. I must say, all the Sageum have always impressed me here, and the way the boys step up in that leadership role. And this set of Sageum not only split med man duties, which is the the effectively the captain of the entire team, so that everyone would be a med man, but they also did such a wonderful job at it. This time, for these songs, the boys knew the songs cold. They knew them by heart. Precise and coherent and the pitch was great and it was the boys leading the boys it was the oldest boys you could see the pride and the dignity in that moment but mostly you could just see all of the campers the boys on each team devoted to these songs these songs they spent four days almost five days learning that were just one for one single performance and they're standing on the soccer field illuminated by our lights Eyes shining, shirts totally dirty from all the athletics that day, sweat stained, faces glowing. And yet again, I had that wonderful feeling that I was looking at something that can never happen in the quote-unquote real world. I was looking at something that can only happen at Kaposi. It is a marvelous thing. It is a truly marvelous thing to sit that close to something so unique, That is what I saw today. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbesee for boys. Your boys may be bouncing off the walls right now, but they will soon crash hard. And they will do so with steady counselors watching over them. Nodding off to sleep surrounded by their friends. Now with so many common stories. Loons still sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather me to sing to sea as we go to our box once more. And Cabalese, dear Cabalese, good wishes from us be yours always. And faithful, true will be to you until we meet again.